So we're holding Kufiyu Tesam with base. We're holding four lines from the top. I'm sorry, we're holding two lines from the top. Omar Rover. We spoke about Shabbos. So now we're going to talk about Shabbos in general. No direct connection seemingly to what we said before. Like this. Omar Rover, some say Omar Rav. Vi and some say with Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Afilu Yochidam is Palabar of Shabbos. Even someone who davens alone at of Shabbos. Should say the Vayichulu in order to, as we'll see soon, to testify that Hashem created the world. Although it was l'chatchila established to be said with a minion, nevertheless, even when you're alone, you should still declare, you should still say the Vayichulu, which is after davening, you should still say it. Um, actually, the, 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 the Gemara is talking about the Vayichulu in davening. The actual bracha that you need to say in Davin, they didn't have a siddha those days, don't forget, yeah? So they Davin, they said the bracha about Shabbos, you could say it however you want to say, finish off with the king of the king, you don't have to stick the whole Vayichulu inside. But you should. When Shabbos comes in, you should declare that Hashem finished on this day to create the world. Why? The Omar of Amnuna, call a mispal of Shabbos, whoever Davin is on the Friday night, he says, love the puzzle considers it as if he's a partner in the Abishtan creating the world. Because Hashem created the world in order that we should recognize him. We should declare the fact that he's in charge. And now he's declaring it. He's saying Hashem made it and he stopped on Shabbos. There's something greater than just the world. And therefore he stopped on Shabbos. So since we are declaring it, so we're doing the other half. Hashem made the world, as we say in Ayin He made from Ruchnius Gashmius. In order that we should make from Gashmius Ruchnius, we should recognize Hashem in this world. So that's why you're a Shutif. Or some explain that Hashem created the world with speech. And therefore, if we, if we declare the fact that Hashem is one with our speech, so we're also like a partner. Shenemer Vayichulu. Al Tikri Vayichulu. Not it was completed. It's written, the ksiv is without a vav. So it can be read, and they completed. Who's they? Hashem and you. Hashem completed the world. He created it. But so to say, he needs you. He needs you to declare the praise of the Yavish and the praise of Shabbos. And therefore, you, the two of you together, are the ones that completed the world. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I said about that. Why are you considered a partner with Hashem? Because you just declared it with your speech. But Hashem also created the world, so to say, with his speech. So since Hashem described his creating the world as speech, therefore if I declare his presence, declare the fact that he's one with my speech, I am also a partner. Right? I guess he calls it Erev Shabbos because it was a, a typical thing that they would have on Friday night early. Fine. Constantly a person has two malachim with him. That's why they used to say when they went to the, to, to the bathroom, to the toilet, they would have to tell them the malachim, wait a second. And then when he came out, they would say, thank you. 
And today we don't do it because we don't hold ourselves so important that we have constant malachim with us. But a person has two malachim accompanying him constantly. Those, those two malachim and nichim yideim they put their hands on his head. And they tell him, all your avedas are forgiven. If you're declaring, honestly, you're declaring the fact that the Eibishta is, is in charge of the world and he's above the world and therefore he stops on Shabbos. So you're basically letting go from all your avedas. As we say in Tanya, that Shabbos is tshuva, it's a higher level of tshuva. You connect to the Eibishta in a way that you're connecting to him beyond everything else, like stepping higher than all your avedas. So your declaration makes your Avedis go away. Fine. Now that we spoke about two malachim related to Shabbos, so we're saying something else. Tani Rabbi Yisib Rehuda Imer. Shnei malachi ashores malavin le'lodem be'er Shabbos le'beisa knesses le'beisa. There are two malachim accompanying a person on Erev Shabbos from the shul to his house. Echot toi ve'echot rai. Good malach and a bad malach. Ukshabala basically comes to his house and Mozart he finds near Dalit the candles are lit, the shulchan and the table is set, umitosing utsas, and the chair, the, the whatever they called it then, the reclining chair, the Haseba bed, they used to have those days. It was called a mito, called a bed. Was a, that's how they sat by the table. It's all set up. Malach Toiv, the good Malach Oimer says he nots in may be Hashem's will. the next Shabbat should be the same. And the bad malach also says Amin against his will. And if not, Malach the bad malach says he does maybe Hashem's will. That last Shabbos, next Shabbos should be the same. And the good malach uh, against his will says Amin. So Tesis explains that um, in those days they had private tables and they would set all the food on the table, but they would be in the kitchen. And they would bring it in after Kiddush. Today, um, we do set it on the actual table, although you're supposed to bring the food in after Kiddush. Today, it's hard to do that because we have one big table. So therefore, we cover the challah instead. But in those days, it would set the table in the other room and then bring it in after Kiddush. What's the idea of the Malach Tev, Malach I didn't see, I don't remember seeing an explanation. It seems like this, that there's a person that's coming from the weekday to Shabbos. So he has like the, the malach which is related to the weekday and the malach which is related to Shabbos. If he comes home and he sees that the weekday is a stronger thing by him, and therefore he wasn't set up for Shabbos yet. So then, uh, as if it, it makes that the, the, the Shabbos part, the Shabbos malach is the weaker malach, it makes that by him the stronger part is that he was just involved in his work and everything else. He was too busy to think about Shabbos. And therefore, that means that you know, ne- even next week, he's not going. Shabbos is not going to have such an effect on him. However, if before Shabbos he prepares, and so then the 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 the, the, the Shabbos malach is the stronger one, so that has a stronger effect. That's why we say Shalom Aleichem Malachi Ashoris Malachi Ashalim, because um, when you come home and he sees the table set, so even the bad malach turns into a good malach. So some people always say Malachi Ashalim and all of them. I guess we say first they come in, they're only Malachi Ashur, they're all doing the job. But after they walk in and they actually see that the table is set, so they both turn into Malachi Hasholim. And that's why in the second round we say Malachi Hasholim. They both are, they both uh, they both are here for peace, they're both here to help you, they're both on your side. Fine. Okay. Now that we said that on Erev Shabbos, you should set your table before Shabbos. Amr Abilazim. 
A person should set the table on Erev Shabbos. I mean, there are opinions that all you need for Shabbos is a Kazais. Other opinions say it has to be a bit more than a Kabeya. But some say a Kazais is good enough. And let's say it's like in England, there are these places when Shabbos comes in very late. And, you know, let's say you want to do the Suda by night. So you just go yeah, to the Suda, you make the Kiddush, you have a piece of challah, and you go to bed. So the Chayr, do I have to set the table just a piece of challah? No, you have to set the table properly. You have to honor it. Who cares about the quantity? It has to be honorable for the sake of Shabbos. Or another example was if you had a Suda Mitzvah instead of Shabbos. And, you know, you're just doing it for the Mitzvah. He, he, he doesn't really, he's not going to have a whole meal. But nevertheless, set it up properly as if it was something respectful because you have to honor the Shams. <laughs> Similar to that, when it comes to the Malava Malka, it's also the honor of Shabbos, you should set the table. This part is brought in Shulchan Aruch, because the first part, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't accept that you only need a Kazais. First of all, typically on Friday night, you would have a proper meal. Secondly, the accepted Allah mainly is that you need to have a Kabeya, more than a Kabeya. So this first thing is not quoted. The second one is quoted. The Motzah Shabbos, all you need is a Kazai. Thank you for Malavim Alka. And typically after those that have a proper Shalashudis, so after the first meal and the Shalashudis, then you don't really have really a lot of space for a proper big Malavim Alka. So you're just going to have the Yitzhah have a piece of bread. So you should still honor it. It's honoring the Shabbos that you're escorting it. You're like, you're being Malavit when it's leaving. And therefore you should set the table properly. That's why some people have the meaning to light candles on Amot HaShavaz with the Lava Malka to make it an honorable su'ud. Avishin Yitzharech HaLulukazayis. Cham in the Amot having hot water on Amot HaShavaz, Mulugma, is like a cure, it's like a remedy, it's like, it's like a medicine. Why? So some explain on Shabbos you can't really have, those days they didn't have the Shabbos urns and all those other the hot plates. So they had whatever chunk they were able to wrap up or to put on top of the coals and somehow was a bit, you know, warmish, on Shabbos afternoon, but they mainly have cold food on Shabbos. And it's not, you know, it's not so good for your body to have cold food, to have a hot meal. It's a very good thing. Have a hot cup, a hot drink. So after Motzah Shabbos, when you have now the hot drink, now that cures your body. And past Cham of Motzah Shabbos, have hot bread, freshly baked bread on Motzah Shabbos. Also Malugma, you didn't have that on Shabbos. Have it on Motzah Shabbos is a cure. That's when the minute comes that on Motzah Shabbos, you have a hot tea. And then you have hot potatoes, something else cooked on Motzah Shabbos. So there's two things you have, you have. You have a hot drink and a hot food. That was nice. So potatoes was the food that they had, the staple that they had in the, in the European countries. So the point was, has to be a hot, has to be a hot food, a hot food and a hot drink. Potato was only 500 years ago. I'm talking about in Europe, not in the Gemara. The minute oh, started okay. in Europe. Yeah, uh, you okay. have potatoes. So it, it comes from this Gemara. The Gemara says hot bread. But in, 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 in Europe, they had hot potatoes because that was, that was food. And then they started having a hot tea and a hot food. That's, that's, the, that's the meaning of what's the Shams. Rabbi Abo, as we saw earlier, Rabbi Abo was a rich man. He used to sit on the ivory chair and then blow the fire in the oven for, 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 for Shabbos. So have an ba'fuki Shabso on what's Shabbos they would make for him as in Shecht for him. Igla Tilsa. A third calf, a calf which is born third to the to, to its mother cow, is the best calf. The, 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 the mother cow is already stronger, and therefore by the third calf, it's 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 the best quality calf. So they would shecht it on Shabbos. Now he was full from Shabbos. I mean, I, I imagine if he was a Rabbi Abo, he was he was a rich man, and he was he honored Shabbos so much, he had a proper Shabbos meal. 
So what did, what did he eat on Matzah Shabbos? one kidney. That's all he was able to eat. But they shechted a whole calf that it should be a fresh kidney. Now, they didn't have freezers or refrigerators those days, so the calf didn't really last so long afterwards. So basically, they shechted a calf and ate a kidney, and the rest went to waste. Didn't I guess he didn't have you know some good meat all day, all, all week? He saved it for Shabbos, but he couldn't save it, so it was gone. So he got of Imi Bray when his son of Imi grew up. Amalei told him, Why do you have to ruin, you know, waste the whole calf for one kidney? Nish be kuli, so he mali Shabbato. Shech the calf from Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos, the Motzah Shabbos is not so long. Leave one kidney, leave it in a cool place, and have it at Motzah Shabbos. What's the big deal? Okay, his son told him, he said, let's try it. Shavku, they did it. Came a lion and ate the calf that was, he would have shechted at Motzah Shabbos. Basically, he didn't save anything. So he said, you know what? I'll continue with my minig. It's good to have to shech the calf that covered Motzah Shabbos. I'll take the kidney and it's perfectly fine. Okay. How do we get to the next thing? I'm not sure. Let's see. I'm going to be sure I'm going Whoever says with all of his might, the tears So there's a there's a of here basically of his whole lifetime. Rashi translates with all of his kavana. Tosis adds that there is also a, a brisa which says that it should be loud. So both together. Loud and with your kavon, if you say with that, with a focus on it and saying it loud, it takes away the gzadim against you. In other words, again, when you praise Hashem, when you recognize and you ask that Hashem's name should be brought down to this world, and you actually mean it. So then that takes away any other gzadim. It takes away your behavior. It takes away your 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 will of any any bad behavior you had because you're interested in the exact opposite. You're asking that Hashem should be revealed over here. That takes away any exactly. How do we know that Shinemar? So he translated over here Bifroya when he destroys Prois, the troubles be Israel. There are troubles on Yidin, but then they're being destroyed. Hashem takes away the troubles. Through what does that happen? When when the the Yidin willingly volunteer themselves, Baruch Hashem, to bless, to, to bench the Eivishter. So he translates, my time before your price. Why does Hashem take away all the troubles of the Yidin? Mishum the Baruch Hashem, because they're blessing the Eivishter. So they're saying, Amin Yehishmi Baruch. They're asking Hashem should be should be given, should be brought down to this world. That takes away all the troubles. Right. Now adds more to that. If he has a bit of relationship to Avid some sort of Avid related to Avid but he's doing Shuva, obviously, but it's not so easy to do Shuva and get forgiven for such a thing. If he says, they take it away. Why? So he says he takes away the price. What's the price? Regarding the eagle, that they were, they were made. Uh, in, in, embarrassed in front of the goyim, so it's talking about avidazor. So b'froya proyis, it takes away the embarrassment of avidazor. Amenish lokish, kolayinu amen v'chol koyich. Whoever says amen with all his might, personally shari ganeidim. Shenemers, it says peace chushari. Open up the gates. 
a righteous nation will enter, the one who keeps his trust. Like the Aleph is swallowed over there. And Emunim is like Omeinim. The one who says Omein enters gonna my Omein. What does the word Omein mean? The Abish, which is a king, is, is trustworthy. That's the Rosh Hashanah of the word Amin. And that's what we mean when we say Amin after Abracha. Hashem is trustworthy. So he's trustworthy, and therefore, what? This, either this praise is true, or he's trustworthy, and therefore, what I'm asking, he will fulfill, he will do, because, because he's Naaman. Naaman is also loyal. Loyal. Loyal is something you could you could trust. Yeah, he's loyal to you. Yeah, yeah. Now shut me off. And so the taste says that that's what you should have in mind when you say amen. You should you have in mind the the sorcerer's kill melech neman. Fine. Okay. Back to Shabbos. Our Rabbi Yehuda Breder Ashmul Mishmei Derav Ein Adleiko Mitzuya. Where are fires common? Ela b'mokim sheyesh chilul shams. Shenemar Yimriya tells the Yidden to keep Shabbos. He tells them, "Vim loy sishmu elai." If you're not going to listen to me, lekadosh asim hashamos to 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 make Shabbos holy. Levilti say smas not to carry. They would carry bundles and they would uh, sell them on Shabbos. So he said, "If you won't stop that, vitzati esh b'shorel." Hashem says he will light a fire in the in the gates of Yerushalayim and it will consume the, the, the palaces of Yerushalayim and it will not be extinguished. What is he adding? And it won't be extinguished. It will burn. It will burn. What do you mean it won't be extinguished? It will come in a time that people cannot extinguish it, which is on Shabbos. When, when there's no life-threatening uh, situation, you're not allowed to extinguish a fire. So I, I'm not sure exactly how this works. If they were, if they had Chilul Shabbos, why would they stop from putting out the fire? But I guess if some people uh, were Mechal Shabbos sometimes, so then I guess it, it affects the rest as well. And it destroys, it could bring this fire on Shabbos. Amar Yerushalayim they, 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 they didn't pay attention to Shabbos. They closed their eyes from Shabbos. And because of that, I, I was nischalal amongst them. There was a chil of the Eivishter, the destruction of the Beis amongst them as a result of the fact that they didn't, they didn't pay attention to Shabbos. Now that we mentioned about Churban Yerushalayim, he's going to get involved in other opinions why Yerushalayim was destroyed. They woke up early in the morning, they rather went to drink, they didn't want to say Krishna. They played music and they drank wine at night. And they didn't look at the acts of Hashem, they didn't pay attention to say Krishna. And the continuation is Therefore, the Eden were, were exiled from, from, from Yerushalayim because they didn't pay attention to the Eden. 
So I saw explanation like it, it, it on one hand, each one is saying that this is the only reason why Yerushalayim was destroyed, but it's not written in a, in a signal of arguments. It doesn't say it says Omar, which means each one is just saying that for this alone, it would be enough for Yerushalayim to be destroyed. So he says the reason is it didn't let children learn Torah. So what does it mean? Why is Hashem pouring His anger in Yerushalayim? The children are roaming around in the streets instead of going to learn Torah in the in the, in the chayim. Another reason they weren't embarrassed one from another. They didn't have Veda. They didn't. They didn't hide it. You should be embarrassed. You did something disgusting. But they were not embarrassed. That was, the, that, was the, that was the problem. They made everyone equal. They didn't look at any Tamit Chochem, anybody more special than anyone else. They, oh, everyone's equal. The, the regular people and the Kayanim are all the same. The Kayanim are meant to be the ones learning the Torah and then teaching the Eden. But it's all the same. Who cares? They're all equal. That uh, the Eretz Yisrael will be emptied as a result from the fact that they made everyone equal. The reason that it was destroyed because they did not rebuke each other when they didn't evade it. The ministers were like deers, which did not find anything to, to pass to themselves, to any food. What's the idea of a deer? They walk around and they, 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 they eat the grass and they walk, their heads bent down near the, the other one's tail, near the next deer's tail. So they, they, they put their head into the ground. They did not rebuke each other. They were too embarrassed of each other to rebuke each other. They just, you know, I didn't see you. He didn't see me. I just continue life as normal. It didn't stop anyone from a bad behavior. Because they embarrassed Chachamim. They would uh, they would laugh at the messengers of the Eivishta. They, they would laugh at his words. They would make a joke, make fun. Of his Nevi'im. So Nevi'im also refers to Tamidi Chachamim because it says, Novi Levav Chachma, that someone who has Chachma of Tayyid is also considered like a Novi, and they would, they would laugh at them. Adaloi is Hamas Hashem Ba'amri Adain Marpi. Until Hashem was angry on the Eden that there's no cure. My Adain Marpi, Omer Vidom, Merav, Kolomavasa, Tamidi Chachamim, Inli Refuel, Makos. Whoever embarrasses Adam and Chachim, there's no cure for his, for his, for his wound. What does it mean when it says don't touch, don't uh, do anything bad to my anointed ones? And don't uh, do anything bad to my Neviim. Those are the children learning in Chayden. They're called the Neviim because they teach Torah to everyone. So it's called Novi Levav Chochma Novi, that they're called like a Novi if they have the Chochma of Tain. Now she says the reason why the children were called Mishichoi 
is because they used to anoint them with oil in those days. That was a typical thing. So they were called Meshichot. The Rebbe says that you look at a child, you, look, you see the VDT, you, you train him with the Munin Mashiach, and therefore you just look at a child, you see Mashiach in him, therefore they're called Meshichot. Amar Yishlak, Yishim Rebbe Yudha Nesiyah. Rebbe Yudha Nesiyah, this is the later, the great grandson of Rebbe Yudha Nasi, who was a Nasi in the time of Rishlakish and Abichanan. So the Shlokish said in his name, The world only exists because of the breath of the words of the children in Chayda that they learned Torah. One second. We also learned Torah. What about me and you? Why only the children? There's no comparison between the breath which has Sin to it, someone after Bar Mitzvah, which is capable of doing an Aveda, or them at least from Mitzvah uh, Anivos or Mitzvah whatever, and their level is considered an Aveda. Lahevel Shein Bechet, he cannot compare it to a child which he doesn't have any Aveda. He's, he's, he's under Bar Mitzvah, he's not really mature enough to really perceive proper Avedas, and therefore his learning is much more pure. The same, the same line. And you don't stop the children from learning Torah. It's so important you don't stop even to build the base of Migdash. I was taught from my parents. Now, there's a simple question over here. If you guys remember the story of Rishlokish, Rishlokish used to be a gangster. And then Rabbi told him, you know, you should use your power for Torah. So how does he have something from his from his from his uh, from his avoisa? Av- 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 the truth is, it's nishkinaya. It could be that he was once, you know, in a yeshiva. He learned from his parents something, and then he went off the path, and then he was brought back. So it could be it was from his from his avoisa. Uh, from avoisa. He told the Buddha see, I, I learned in the name of your grandparents. So actually, there's a different gears over here, which makes more sense. Either mukubalani mira I'm sorry, no, bamilo me avoisa. The two Gersoyes is either from his Rebbe's or from his parents. Fine. Okay. One second. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That gives us says like this. Yeah. In other words, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, which that makes more sense. Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, heard either from his parents or from his Rebbe's. Fine. What did he learn? A, a, a city which does not have a cheder. You destroy it. Destroying means you destroy it, you leave some, some leftovers. means you destroy it, you know, fully. You don't leave anybody, anything left over there. Okay. Oh my Rabbi, now a new thing. Rabbi holds. The Yishalayim was destroyed because people were not honest in Yerushalayim. Shenem, as it says, Go look in the, in the outskirts of Yerushalayim. Check in the streets. There's someone who does justice, who is honest. I'll forgive them. Says the Gemara, is it so? Even Yerushalayim was in the lowest level, people were honest. 
Shenem as it says like this. If someone will catch his brother from his father's family, and he will tell him like this, be our officer, be our, be our head. What does that mean? Yeah, it means like this. Things, reasons of Torah, which people say, nah, I don't really know it. You're a good guy, you know it. You know all the secrets of Torah, all the reasons of Torah, all those things that people say, nah, I don't really know. And another thing they tell them, and this stumbling is under your hands. What does that mean? Certain halachas which you only learn if you made a mistake properly. That's the only way you know it. He said it a few times wrong, and then finally you get it. So Rashi says this is talking about the secrets of Torah, the, the, the premise of Torah. You know it. Concentrate on it. Be our head. So what will the guy answer? The person will, 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 will lift himself up and say, I will not be a chayvish. What does that mean? So we explain. He will swear. As it says, Do not swear in Hashem's name. What would he swear? What does that mean? I will not be, or I wasn't, one of those that were locked up in shul. I wasn't a yeshiva bacher. I wasn't a talmud chacham. Don't, don't send, tell me, Baba Maishas, I know stuff. I don't know anything. I don't have any bread, any cloak. I don't have You're telling me, I know, I know, I don't know. So they're very honest. They want to eh, it's a kunst to be honest. If he tells someone, be a rabbi, and he doesn't know anything. No, no, yeah, yeah, I'll say, yeah, yeah. Okay, say a drasha. Uh, uh, he won't have what to say. It's a kunst to be honest then. Says the Gemara, me, mind. Who says it because he's honest? Dil shiny, awesome, there's very different. The Yamalu, yeah, you're right. Gamirna, I know. Amalai said, no, bechavod, aimalan. Open your mouth. Uh, you won't have what to say. So he said, no, no, no. You can say something else. Punk now, you know, I, my mind's not so clear. I didn't sleep well last night. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't. I forgot. He could say, I forgot. No, but they, they would be honest and straightforward and say, no, I didn't learn. So we see they were honest. It comes to tell people are very, could be very honest. It comes to business. It comes to money. Not necessarily. So in Yerushalayim, people were not honest in money. And therefore, that was a big issue, that they weren't honest. They were honest in Torah. If they didn't know something, I never learned it. They were straightforward. All, all, but when it came to money, they, 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 they weren't straightforward. And that was one of the problems. Okay, so this summer that we learned. We spoke about the Yichulu, that it's so very important to say it, and it's as if you're Shutafudei Bishta, and the Malachim tell you, your Avedis go away. And then you have the two malachim accompanying you from shul on Friday night. And if it's everything set up, then they say both it should be like this next week. And if not, they say the opposite. And you should always set the table respectfully, no matter how much you're going to serve Friday night and Matzah Shabbos from Olava Malka. You should have a hot drink and a hot food on, on Matzah Shabbos. And if you're honoring Matzah Shabbos by shechting a calf, Especially for having just one kidney, it's right. It's the right thing to do. You should honor Moshe Shabbos as much as you can. 
takes away all the xenus. It opens up the 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 the, 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 the gates of Ganadin. He says a fire comes in a place with the Schil Shabbos. And then he speaks about what's about why why the Shalim was destroyed. Because they didn't keep Shabbos, because they didn't say Krishna, because they uh, didn't let children learn Torah, because they weren't embarrassed with their Avedis, because they didn't give respect, that they made everyone equal between Tamid Chachamim and others, because they didn't rebuke each other, because they were they were laughing at Tamid Chachamim. Um, so then he goes on to say that about Tanaki Shalishrab and that the world stands on the on the toilet of Tanaki Shalishram because they don't have any Avedis. You shouldn't stop them for building the base of Mikdash. And a city which doesn't let the children learn Torah is worth it to be destroyed. Then going back, another reason why Yerushalayim was destroyed, says Rava, because people weren't honest. They were honest when they came to Torah. When they came to tell you, know, you're a big time at Chacham, be a rabbi, he said, no, 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 I'd never learned. They were honest in that. When it came to money, they weren't honest. Okay. Fine, good and One second.